Well, top of the morning to ya, or afternoon, or evening, whenever you're listening. It's March 17th, which means it's St. Patrick's Day. I'm Marco Timpano. You're and listening I'm to Bill Born. Anthony. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, Marco. I cut sorry. you off. We're so no, drunk. No. I, I feel like I just been like coming out of a bar, having a few whiskeys. Indeed. I apologize, Bill. This is Born on This Day. I'm Marco Timpano. I'm Bill Antonio. And happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Bill. Indeed. Pass me that disgusting green beer. I don't understand why the beer has to be green. I don't. I never like that. Give me the regular beer. It's I don't a, need it. To... It's just a bar gimmick that caught on. I know. know. I know. I, I it's been know. a long time since I did St. Patrick's Day properly. Obviously, in pandemic times, it's not right. quite uh, happening. Um, I've had a good time a few times, but for the most, uh, there was one night, one, one day when like my friend took me for like the tour of the bars downtown all day, where you're basically in line for most of it. Yep. And um, it was only kind of fun. It wasn't really my favorite thing, but you know there are good times that can be had on St. Patrick's Day. Don't take the subway though. No, you know what? I had the best time. I went for lunch at a pub with a oh. friend on th- um, St. Patrick's Day. And we just, we grabbed a table, we got there early, we had lunch, and we stayed for hours just getting smashed. Amazing. And we had our own li- we had our own little booth. We didn't have to, like, deal with anyone, but we were just drinking whiskeys and beers and whatnot. We just had a great time, and that, for me, was the best uh, St. Saint- Patty's Day. Yeah, I have some good memories. Being at, um, what's the place uh, down at King and John? Is it uh, Pogue Mahone's? Yes, it is actually. Yep. Yeah, I went there for. Um, I'm pretty sure it was St. Patty's Day that I went with Virginia, and we went and saw like a live band and everything. And mm-hmm. um, she, I think she had booked it in advance, so we were able to go in there, and that was really nice because that yeah. plays usually on St. Patty's Day. Like you're waiting all day. I always feel badly for like um, you know musicians who are Irish because they're like when St. Patrick's Day comes around, that's when everybody wants to hire them. I know. And then for the rest of the year, it's like, oh yeah, we should go see the Pogues. <laughs> uh, anyways, listen, if your birthday is on March 17, you are worthy of great things. You are a determined, motivated, but a restless person. With all of that, you are also adaptable, loyal, and loving. Oh. You have a calling or a definite purpose in life. Certainly describes our first birthday celebrant, Marco, and that's the great mm-hmm. Rob Lowe, an instant teen heartthrob with his debut on the sitcom I'm New- A New Kind of Family and his first of six Golden Globe nominations for the TV movie Thursday's Child, which was quickly followed by his film debut in The Outsiders. Fame as part of the Brat Pack followed in Class, The Hotel New Hampshire, About Last Night and Bad Influence, his career derailed by a sex scandal in 1988, and not resurrected again until his appearance in comedies with Mike Myers in the 90s, including Wayne's World and the Austin Powers sequel. He starred on The West Wing beginning in 1999, but left the show after four seasons to pursue a series on which he'd be the solo star, suffering the short-lived successes of The Lion's Den, Dr. Vegas, Code Black, and The Grinder, but finding success with Brothers and Sisters, Parks and Recreation, the TV movie Behind the Candelabra, and currently on 911 Lone Star. He was born on the stay in Charlottesville, Virginia in 1964. And Bill, I will argue that he makes things better by being in them. I'm a oh, big fan of Rob Lowe. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. You know, he was in The Grinder, mm-hmm. and I saw it on a lark because I was like, I'm just going to watch this. Hopefully, it'll make me fall asleep. And it was hilarious. I thought he was great. He's good at comedy. He's good at drama. Big fan of Rob Lowe's. Yeah, he's really, he is really great. And a yeah. true pro. I've read both of his books. I really enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he he has a connection to the 9-11. Um, when you read his biography, there's this really 
interesting intersection that he has with what happened on 9-11. Definitely read his book. I thought Mm -hmm. it was great, his biography. For sure. Anyways, uh, John Boyega began acting with Theodore Packham as a child, later studied at the South Thames College, and was about to start university when his acting career took off, beginning with his starring role in the underground science fiction hit Attack Attack the Block in in, in 201. Four years later, uh, stardom arrived when he was when he took on the role, the lead role in Star Wars: The Force Awakens, continuing his appearance in the two Star Wars films to follow, as well as the drama Detroit, The Circle, and Pacific Rim Uprising. In 2020, he appeared in the miniseries Small Axe, and last week won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor for his performance. He was born on this day in London, England, in 1992. Leslie Ann Down began modeling at 10 and by 15 had appeared in four films and was declared Britain's most beautiful teenager. She first gained international attention with her role on the series Upstairs Downstairs, then had prominent roles in The Pink Panther Strikes Again, A Little Night Music, and The Great Train Robbery. She gave one of her best-known performances as Madeline in the miniseries North and South, for which she was nominated for a Golden Globe. She had a brief arc on Dallas and in 2003 joined the cast of The Bold and the Beautiful, remaining until 2012. She was born on this day in London, England in 1954. Vicki Lewis is an actress and singer best known for her role as Beth on five seasons of News Radio. A graduate of the University of Cincinnati's College Conservatory of Music, she appeared in the film's Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, Mouse Hunt, Godzilla, and Pushing Tin. While on television, she made appearances on Seinfeld and Murphy Brown, and a recurring guest spot on Home Improvement. On stage, she appeared in City of Angels, My One and Only, Damn Yankees, Chicago, and, to round it all off, The Crucible. She was born on the day in Cincinnati, Ohio in 1960. Casey Simashko made his film debut in class with uh, fellow birthday celebrant Rob Lowe, spending the rest of the 80s in character roles in Back to the Future, Stand By Me, Gardens of Stone, and Young Guns. In 1992, he had a pivotal role in Gary Sinise's adaptation of Of Mice and Men. He co-starred on a season of Damages and recently performed voices on the Red Dead Redemption video game series. He was born on this day in Chicago in 1961. Patrick Duffy wanted to be a professional athlete and worked as a scuba diving instructor before being drawn into the actor-in-residence at the University of Washington, where he ruptured his vocal cords in his senior year. He moved to New York with his college sweetheart, Carolyn Rosser, and worked in off-Broadway plays while working as a carpenter. Then the two of them moved to Hollywood, where he worked odd jobs until his first big break on Man from Atlantis in 1977. He landed his best-known role in 1978 as Bobby Ewing on Dallas, on which he remained until the show's final 14th season, after which he, he, he had another hit with a sitcom Step by Step for Seven Seasons. In 2006, he joined The Bold and the Beautiful as a recurring guest for five years, joined the Dallas reboot, and recently was in on the TV movie Once Upon a Main Street. He and Carly were married from 1974 until her death in 2017. He was born on this day in Townsend, Montana in 1949. 
Ari Gross began his career as a fixture of Los Angeles theater with the South Coast Repertory Company, beginning to appear in films in the early 80s, including Just One of the Guys, Soul Man, The Couch Trip, and Coupe de Ville. I'm pretty sure all those movies are problematic now. He co-starred <laughs> with Bette Midler in her tour de force lead in For the Boys before landing his first sitcom cast spot on the first three seasons of Ellen. In 2000, you know, in... Uh, I never got the clear story on why he left the show. I think I thought it was to pursue other things, but now that we know more things about Ellen, I wonder if there's like a story. I wonder. There. I yeah, wonder the, indeed. The show yeah. went on much longer. In 2000, he appeared in the independent film Big Eden, which is uh, something that we covered on my podcast, Bad Game Movies. Later, he had roles in Minority Report and the shows The Practice, Medium, and The Riches. He was a recurring guest on Castle and most recently was on an episode of Glow. He was born on this day in Los Angeles in 1960. Well, Bill, the aptly named Matthew St. Patrick appeared on episodes of NYPD Blue and All My Children in the 90s, but he became familiar to television audiences when he took on the role of Keith Charles, David's boyfriend, on the series Six Feet Under from 2001 to 2005. He followed it with the Jason Stratham film War, a season of Reunion, and the films War, Sleepwalking, and Christie. Later was on episodes of Saving Grace and Sons of Our Anarchy, and most recently was in the 2019 film Ice Cream in the Cupboard. He was born on this day in Philadelphia, 1968. I, I'm married to Jason Statham, and you don't know how to say his name properly. Statham, Jason Statham. What did I say? Stratham? I don't even want to think about what okay. you said. I didn't know you liked Jason Ooh, Statham. Pure sex, that one. <laughs> okay. You like him uh, more than Fabio, was a commun- celebrated a bur- who, you Are like you him kidding more than me? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> what is it about him that you like so much? Statham? Yeah. I don't know. I don't usually go for that kind of meathead type, but uh, right. there's something very um, ridiculously confident about him. And he, I don't know, he's just very good looking. And you know what? You know, say what you want about his films. He's actually really good in them. Like, oh, I know he's great. Not, there's charisma as well. It's not yeah, just. Yeah, that's know. it. Yeah. He's got charisma, and I think there's a lot of sexiness when you have a confident, charismatic man or For woman sure. on film. Yeah, but I remember even like before he was a star, seeing him in supporting roles and like small roles in movies, I'd be like, "Who is that?" You know. So he's got something. Okay. Well, someone else got something or had it while he was with us. Rudy Ray Moore was a comedian who developed the character of Dolomite on his early comedy records, which featured him delivering rhyming poetry that later saw him declared as the godfather of rap. His albums were often recorded in his own home and their success eventually convinced him to put his cash together to make an independent Dolomite film, which he released in 1975 to great cult success and which was followed by two sequels. He later appeared in Baps, Shoeshine Boys, returned to Dolomite in 2002 and made his last film appearance in It Came From Trafalgar, which was released a year after his death in 2008 at the age of 81. Eddie Murphy recently played him in the acclaimed film Dolomite Is My Name. He was born on this day in Fort Smith, Arkansas in 1927. I think Eddie Murphy should have been nominated for that that portrayal. I thought he was fantastic. I wholeheartedly agree. I loved that yeah. film. Uh, it was great. It was so yeah, great. Was I'm really so great. sad that it didn't do you know what it should have at the Oscars. Yeah, but me too. what are you going to do? Bill, enjoy yourself uh, some green beer, kiss a Blarney Stone, whatever else you have to do to enjoy St. Patrick's Day. I will. But we still have more people to celebrate, Marco. Oh, we do? Oh, yeah. shit. I thought that was the end of it. Hang on. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just keep going then. Brigitte Helm is best known for her iconic performance as the female lead in Fritz Lang's classic film, Metropolis. 
She was the daughter of a Prussian officer who was ambivalent about film acting, pushed into it by her mother, who sent her photograph to Lang's screenwriter wife, Thea von Habu. Helm didn't enjoy working with Fritz Lang, and she refused to appear in a film for him again, but she did make another 37 movies between 1927 and 1935, turning down The Bride of Frankenstein because she didn't want to go to America, and almost cast in Marlena Dietrich's signature role in The Blue Angel. Turned off by the Nazi takeover of the film industry in the mid-30s, she retired to Switzerland with her husband and refused to ever act or even talk about her films ever again. She lived a quiet existence until her death in 1996, the age of 90 she was born on this day in berlin in 1906 i always find these german stars are always like all or nothing or they just do whatever they they do whatever they want they don't care i know it's so hilarious well eunice or eunice grayson is officially the oh sorry eunice gayson is officially the first bond girl most famous for playing bond's english girlfriend sylvia trench in dr no and from russia with love she was almost cast as Miss Moneypenny before the role went to Lois Maxwell, and Sylvia was meant to be Bond's home to turf girlfriend in the entire series, but didn't last past the second movie, unfortunately. Her career actually began in the 1948 film, British, uh, the British film My Brother Jonathan, and continued past Bond until her final appearance on an episode of The Avengers in 1972. On stage, she played Maria in The Sound of Music at the Palace Theatre for many years, later appeared in Into the Woods on stage in the 90s, exclusively on stage until her death in 2018 at the tender age of 90. Her daughter Kate appeared in The Casino Season, uh, in the 1990, she appeared in that casino scene in the 1999 film GoldenEye. Eunice was born on this day in Surrey, England in 1928. A Hollywood veteran who's been acting since childhood, Kurt Russell made his film debut in an Elvis Presley movie when he was 11 years old. Signed to a Disney contract for 10 years, he appeared on numerous television episodes throughout the 60s and 70s, graduating to adult roles in a TV movie about Elvis for which he was nominated for an Emmy. In the early 80s, with his performances in Escape from New York, The Thing, and Silkwood, for which he was nominated for a Golden Globe Award, he became a film star. He met his life partner Goldie Hawn on the 1984 comedy Swing Shift, and they appeared together in Overboard a few years later. His other roles include Big Trouble in Little China, Tequila Sunrise, Backdraft, and Unlawful Entry. More recently, he was in Deepwater Horizon, the last two Fast and the Furious films, and Tarantino's The Hateful Eight and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He reunited with Goldie on the sequel to The Christmas Chronicles this past December. He was born on this day in Springfield, Massachusetts in 1951. The Thing is such a great film, Bill. Did you ever cover that in your on your uh, movie blog? Uh, I have. I don't remember loving it that much. It's, oh, okay. uh, maybe I need to watch it again because I like John Carpenter a lot, especially... Uh, early John Carpenter, but I don't remember that movie meaning much to me one way or the other. Okay. I just thought it was like, I just, it just, I didn't expect what I saw and I thought it was great. Yeah. Mm. Well, now this is our last on our list, right, Bill? You know what? Just keep drinking, Marco, and don't worry about it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Gary Sinise tried out for a high school production of West Side Story as a joke and was thereafter hooked. Later, co-founding the Steppenwolf Theatre Company in 1974 in a church basement and eventually turning it into one of the best-known companies in the country. 
Acting and directing in a number of his own, of the troupe's shows, Sinise took True West to New York and made his Broadway debut in The Grapes of Wrath. In 1988, he made his feature directorial debut with Miles from Home, followed by his film version of Of Mice and Men. While as an actor, he became an instant star with Forrest Gump, for which he was nominated for an Oscar. He later starred in Apollo 13, Ransom, Mission to Mars, The Human Stain, Imposter, and in 2004, took on the lead of CSI New York, which lasted nine seasons. Last year, he was on 13 Reasons Why, and he was born on this day, St. Patrick's Day, in Blue Island, Illinois, in 1955. Now, Bill, I hope you have a fantastic St. Patrick's Day. I hope you do too, Marco. Try to stay safe, even though you're drinking at home, but don't fall down the stairs or anything. I won't, I won't, and we'll see you, or you'll hear us tomorrow on more Born on This Day. See you then.